You're listening to the Make It British podcast. I'm Kate Hills and I'm on a one woman mission to save UK manufacturing. I invite you to join me each week when I'll be sharing the stories behind some of the best British made brands and UK manufacturers and offering you advice and tips on making in the UK. So let's get on with today's show. Welcome to episode number 164 of the Make It British podcast. So today I'm going to be covering factory visits and in particular what to look out for when you go and visit a factory for the first time. This is going to be really useful if you've actually never visited a factory. Maybe you've worked with factories overseas and you've never visited one in the UK. Maybe you're a new business starting out and it's the first time you've worked with a manufacturer. Well, I'm going to make it really easy for you and give you some top tips. Firstly, on this week's episode about what you should look out for when you go and visit that factory for a first time or any factory you go and see for the first time, what are the things to look out for to know it's a good factory? And then on next week's episode, I'm going to cover the questions you should ask a manufacturer when you meet them for the first time on that very first visit. So are you ready? Let's cover the eight things that you need to look for when you visit a factory for the first time. So when you go and visit any manufacturer for the first time, it's your opportunity to find out exactly how they operate. It's a bit like when you go and buy a house. You can view as many pictures as you like online of that house, but until you actually walk through the door and go and see it and you go and see that house for real, you don't really get a true picture of what it's like. And it's much the same when you visit a manufacturer as it is when visiting houses. From the moment you walk through the door, you get a kind of feel for the place. Is it a good fit? It does also come with practice. Obviously, the more factories you've seen, the more you know when you're, you've got the feel for the right sort of place you want to work with. But there are several key aspects to a well-run factory that you can look out for that should help to inform your decision as to whether you're in a good place or not. So number one and really important is are the floors clear and the gangways. So anything left lying on a factory floor is obviously a potential trip hazard. A manufacturer as well that leaves stuff lying on the floor shows a lack of concern for worker health and safety. And it may indicate that there are bigger issues going on. A tidy factory is a really good sign that other parts of their business are in good order. But of course, just like going to visit a house, they may have tidied up just before you got there. So bear that in mind. That's why sometimes a surprise visit never goes amiss because you can see how they keep their house or their factory when they're not expecting visitors. But let's say that for another time. Let's assume this is your first visit. So are the floors and gangways clean and clear? That is number one. Number two, and something I always look for, is how happy do the staff look? Do the staff greet you when you walk in? Do they smile at you or do they just stare down at their work? If staff avoid eye contact or they don't engage with you when you're looking around, that may be a sign of underlying issues between the owner and their team. Try striking up a conversation with some of the workers. Ask them what they most enjoy about their job. I find that can be a real eye opener as to whether it's a happy, lovely factory that you want to work with. The third thing to look out for is how busy are the workers. So as well as the staff being happy, you also want to see that they're being kept busy. A factory only survives by having consistent work for its employees. So a factory where staff have nothing to do, or maybe they've been temporarily laid off because of lack of work, 
is not necessarily a good sign. If the staff don't look busy or half the workstations are unfilled, ask the factory owner why not. There may be a really good explanation, such as they're waiting for raw materials to arrive, or there could actually be bigger issues at play. So it's just worth asking the question and finding out if they're not busy. Now, you might think that it's great to have found a quiet factory that desperately needs your work. But unless a factory has consistent work from several customers to keep their staff busy, they may not be in operation for much longer. And you don't want that to happen because then you'll have no manufacturer to work with at all. The fourth thing to look out for is where the raw materials are coming in. So another way of telling whether a factory has consistent work is having a look to see where the raw materials are coming in. Now, depending on the size of a factory, they may have a delivery bay or some other holding space where raw materials come in, are dropped off and stored. Always ask to see where your raw materials will be stored when they arrive. Is everything being kept in an orderly fashion? Because if it's not, then your materials won't be kept orderly either. And there's every chance that the factory won't be able to locate them when they really need them to make your order. Have a look and see whether there's boxes being delivered or fabric under the cutting table. That also gives you an indication that they've got a consistent flow of work. What you don't want to see is a huge amount of raw materials stacked up waiting to be made up. That's going to indicate they've got a backlog in production. But on the flip side, you don't want to see no raw materials waiting to be processed, as that's also going to indicate that there is no flow of production. The fifth thing to look out for is what machinery does the factory have? Now, whenever you visit a factory, always make a note of the machinery they have, especially if your product requires any specialist equipment, or maybe it doesn't now, but it might need in the future. So it's always worth noting down all the different types of equipment they've got, so that if you need to refer back to it and find a certain type of manufacturer that's got a certain piece of equipment, you know who's got it. And if you do want specialist equipment for what you're making, you don't wanna to go too far down the line with the factory, only to discover that they don't have the machinery that they need to make your products. So for instance, if you're making a garment, you might need a factory with a specialist buttonholer, or you might need a factory that's got a flat lock machine like you use on sportswear. So always ask what sort of machinery they've got. The machinery that a factory has as well can also affect the speed at which they make something. And it can also affect your future design decisions as well. So refer back to the buttonholer. Say you're not making anything with buttonholes on now, but further down the line, you decide to introduce something that has, and the machinery then has to send your product out to have the buttonholes added somewhere else. It's gonna cause delays in your production. So that's just worth noting and having some consideration for what you may want to develop further down the line. The sixth point to look for, and this is a really important one, I probably should have put this one first, is the quality and inspection area. Inspecting finished goods is a vital part of the production process. And you need to take a look at where the finished goods are being inspected and packed. So things to look out for in that area are, you know, how good is the lighting? How long is each worker spending on checking each product? Is there an approved sample, which sometimes is called a ceiling sample, available in the inspection area that the staff are checking against? All these things are a sign that they're taking quality really seriously in that factory. If there is no quality or inspection area, ask the manufacturer where those checks are taking place. And that's something else that I'll cover in more detail on next week's episode when I talk about the questions to ask the manufacturer when you visit. So number seven, this is a bit of a stickler one, is staff wearing required safety equipment. Now, 
any auditor that is visiting a factory, that's going to be one of the key things that they're going to look at. So are people that are using cutting equipment wearing some sort of guard or metal glove to protect their hands? In times of social distancing, are all the staff wearing masks? Certainly if an auditor was going around the factory, it would make damn well sure that all the staff have got all their safety equipment on. In reality, sometimes I've visited garment factories where the cutting person isn't wearing a metal thing to protect their hands when they're cutting something. And when I ask them why not, they say they just don't like wearing it. Now, I suppose that's totally up to the manager of the factory, whether they choose to enforce that all the time or whether that person sneaks the glove off and takes their own risk. But it's something you need to bear in mind. And the final one, now this may surprise you and this surprised me because I was speaking to a manufacturer recently who said the best way of seeing how much pride a factory owner takes in their staff is by taking a peek into their toilets. So how clean are their toilets? Not the visitor only toilet, but the one that their staff use. Now, if they're scrimping on blue roll, then what else are they scrimping on? So I think this manufacturer that told me to look for this had a really good point. No loo roll for the staff? Probably not a great factory owner. Or maybe give them the benefit of the doubt and they just run out of the loo roll on that day. But the general cleanliness of their toilets for the staff does, I suppose, give a good indication of how seriously they take the welfare of their staff and the environment in which they work. And also a toilet is the place where a manufacturer doesn't necessarily expect to get visitors going either. So see if you can take a quick look and see what it reveals. So those are the eight things that I think you should look for the first time you go and visit a new manufacturer. If you think I've missed anything out, I'd love to hear from you. Drop me an email at kateofmakeitbritish.co.uk and let me know if you think there's something else that you should look for when you go and visit a factory for the first time. On next week's episode, we're going to cover what other questions are that you need to ask a manufacturer when you visit for that first time. So that will be episode number 165. I hope you enjoyed this episode and I'll be back on Tuesday with a great interview, which is with a factory owner. So listen out for that one. Take care. Bye. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Make It British podcast. I make an episode every Tuesday and Friday, plus there are bonus episodes occasionally. So make sure you subscribe in your favourite podcast app. And if you're looking to find British made brands or UK manufacturers, check out the directory on the Make It British website, which you can find at makeitbritish.co.uk forward slash directory. Thank you for listening. Bye bye.